Hey everybody, oh, excuse me, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 191 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Today I'll be talking about a really important topic for anybody, but especially anyone that's growth oriented, uh, anyone going through a challenging time, anyone that's looking to manifest different circumstances into their life, especially if these circumstances are a pretty big departure from what your life looks like now. And that is how to get more comfortable with uncomfortable feelings. This is one of the most important skills, if you want to think of it as a skill, to try and master, maybe not totally master, but you know, get better at in this life. Because again, uh, our inability to do that, our unwillingness to do it, for a lot of us, it's not so much an inability, like literally we can't do it, anyone can do it. It's more of an unwillingness on the part of our mind because a lot of the perspectives we need to adopt, a lot of the things that we would need to do to accomplish that goal, it's going to be like, no, sorry, not interested. And obviously, like most of my topics, I was inspired to talk about this based on something happening in my own life. Some of you might know this from the last couple of podcasts, but my mom had been diagnosed with cancer last year. Her health had been on the decline the last couple of months, and she was admitted into the hospital in mid-April, and somewhere along the line, she picked up COVID, coronavirus. So ultimately, that's what she died from. Uh, she did die, oh, I just said it, uh, she died on May 8th, so it's been a little under two weeks, because this day I'm recording this is Thursday the 21st, and it's been very hard. I mean, death is... The, you know, losing people we love is probably the hardest thing that we go through uh, in the human experience. Um, us humans, we have a hard time with permanent endings. We have a hard time with change. And death is like the ultimate of all of that, right? It's the ultimate ending, at least the ending of the person in this human version anyway. It's the ultimate change. This person is here one day and then the next day, again, at least the human version of them, right? They are, are gone. So this is like the ultimate representation of some issues that us humans struggle with the most. So obviously it's, again, it makes it one of the hardest things we go through. And yeah, I mean, it's a complicated, grieving is a complicated, shitty, sucky process. And the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of feelings that don't feel good, obviously. And I've been trying to apply all of my wisdom and knowledge I've learned over the years. And because when you, because what happens with these, for any growth oriented person, you see situations that create uncomfortable feelings that trigger all our stuff that, that cause us pain and suffering. There's a real opportunity there. That's where we get to really apply all of this information and all of this stuff that we've been taking in intellectually we might agree with, buy into, think, okay, I think thinking this way is, is good or whatever. But it's not until we are faced with a situation where we really get to put it to use. That's when we really get to deepen all of that and really, really try to believe these things. We have the opportunity to really try to adopt these perspectives because we're faced with situations, right, that challenge those perspectives. Our mind wants to think another way. And then we have this opportunity to be like, no, I'm going to look at it this way. So for me, one of the things that have helped me generally in this situation in particular, get more comfortable with my uncomfortable feelings is 
as far as death goes and anything else in life, but especially death, I think it's important to try to adopt this perspective if it resonates on some degree, right? Like anything, beliefs, are they're not facts. We can't prove ultimately what's actually true. But I think that intuitive resonance with certain spiritual ideas and certain ideas clues us into like truth. And that's how we um, are able to recognize it. So for me on an intuitive level, one of the things that helps me deal with my mom's death is I don't think death is random. I think that everything happens at a perfect time, exactly as it should, exactly when it's supposed to. Now, does that mean that our death is determined from the day we get here and our soul's like, okay, you're going to die March 25th, 2021? I don't know. Or is it kind of a moving target depending on how your life evolves? Again, I don't really know. But ultimately, when it happens, I do believe that it's supposed to. it was supposed to happen then. How we die is how we die significant. I imagine it probably is too. I don't, I haven't thought about that as much. And I guess it's kind of irrelevant because uh, if we die when we're supposed to die, then how doesn't really, I guess, factor in as much as far as like contemplating it, I guess, at least for me personally. But right. So one of the keys to dealing with uncomfortable feelings of certain situations is believing that they're supposed to be happening Whatever's happening right now is what is exactly supposed to be happening. Nothing went wrong. There was no mistake. And the reason I think that that is helpful with dealing with bad feelings is at the deepest core, one of the core triggers for our negative emotion is that our mind is judging the situation in a certain way and thinks it shouldn't have happened. Something went wrong. This wasn't supposed to happen. This shouldn't have turned out this way. This thing wasn't, this thing went wrong. This thing should have happened instead. This person fucked up somehow. It's someone else, right? There's all these reasons that, depending on the situation, the mind will start putting together this narrative of events that ultimately boil down to this shouldn't have happened. And when we feel that way about something that makes us feel bad and we think that we shouldn't be experiencing this emotional pain because this thing should not have happened, again, something went wrong, someone messed up somewhere, this a mistake or whatever, the, again, whatever the assessment is of the mind, obviously it's going to make us much, it's going to make it much harder to deal with these bad feelings because we hate bad feelings. The only reason we have any problem with any situation is because it doesn't make us feel good. Our emotional response is what determines what we like and we don't like about things. So because if, if something happened and you had no negative emotional response to it, you wouldn't think about the thing. You wouldn't care. It wouldn't. The only reason anything's a problem is because it's making us feel bad. If it didn't make us feel bad, then it wouldn't be a big deal. Like if I hated my mom and thought she was a terrible garbage person and then she died, I'd be like, yeah, who cares? I didn't like her anyway. I'm glad she's gone. Right. But it bothers me because I don't feel that way. I love my mom. She was a good person. I miss her. And so it, it feels sad because I don't, you know what I'm saying? It bothers me because I don't like how I feel. So that's why that acceptance of the moment is one of the keys to dealing with the uncomfortable feelings. Because again, one of the things that makes us suffer more through these circumstances that are naturally going to produce negative feelings, it's very understandable. The negative responses we have to death and all these different things that happen in the world and, and whatever the situation is, that we feel bad about, it's very understandable reaction. So if we're going to be having things happen that feel bad, 
And we have to accept that there's this uh, going to be some degree of pain in our lives in that sense, because stuff is going to happen always that our mind is going to perceive in a way that we don't like it and it feels bad. This thing is a bad thing that happened and now I feel badly about it. If we can accept that, this perspective or try to embrace this perspective of, well, yeah, you know, whatever's happening right now is exactly what's supposed to be happening. That layer of suffering that comes from judging the feeling, thinking we shouldn't be feeling that way, thinking that things aren't supposed to happen that make us feel bad. Again, because essentially that's our only problem with anything is if it feels badly, we're going to have a problem. We don't care about stuff. If it doesn't produce a negative emotional response, we're not going to give it much thought. We're not going to give it energy and attention. We're not really going to care. The only reason we care is because it feels bad and then the mind is like, oh, now I'm going through this thing that feels bad. And on top of that, thinking you shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. Something went wrong. And now you have to suffer through this experience that shouldn't have happened in the first place. There's going to be, again, that extra layer of suffering that comes from not actually what happened, but your mind judgment about it. Our mind has so many judgments about the world and how it, it thinks things should be. Then anytime something happens outside of that, those designations of good, bad, right, wrong, appropriate, inappropriate, or whatever, this should happen, it should be this way, it shouldn't be that way, there's going to be that suffering because not it's not really what happened, it's how our mind is viewing it. So like for the example, my mom dying of COVID, ultimately, this disease never existed before it came out of nowhere, I could be like, Oh my God, she shouldn't have died. She shouldn't have gotten this thing. I could be mad at the hospital for somehow thinking somehow they, you know, lack of safety protocol or whatever happened that she contracted it somehow while she had been in the hospital when she was there for those couple of weeks initially. That's that all of that feels really, really bad. It would, it would, it would make it much harder to deal with her death if I thought that it was the result of someone else's negligence or this disease that came out of nowhere and shouldn't exist and people shouldn't be dying of this. And then she died and her life was cut short and she was cheated or whatever. That's fucking painful. And I don't, I truly, there's a little part of me, of course, that thinks these things sometimes because I'm human, but ultimately I don't view her death in that way. I don't think she was cheated of anything. I don't think her life was a, a cut short or anything like that. Right. I think that again, we, everything happens. There's a, there's to me, my observation of life, there seems to be a rhyme and a reason to things. When I look back at certain situations in my life and I look back at different events that all like kind of transpired that were connected again, there just seems to be a rhyme and a reason. Everything happened at the perfect time, just how it was supposed to, no matter how much my mind might have judged. Otherwise I saw the perfection. Sometimes it's hindsight, right? Cause you can't see everything until it all comes together and it completes. So that's, again, my own observation of life. There seems to be a rhyme, a reason, an order, a perfection there. No matter, again, even the mind might not judge it this way, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. So for me, death, again, and for an example, for death, one of the most, if not the most significant event of our life outside of us being born and our life starting when it ends, to me, that's a pretty significant part of our existence when we exit this mortal coil. For that to be exist outside that order, for it to be totally random, 
doesn't make sense to me because again, it's, it's for something that significant to just, you know, not to be the exception somehow. Like, again, it just doesn't make sense. So, you know, all of that is just one of my core things with dealing with uncomfortable feelings is a lot of them spring from our mind's judgment that this thing shouldn't be happening. And now we're suffering needlessly over something that could have been avoided. That was someone else's fault. They messed up somehow and now, or whatever it is, right? Whatever, again, whatever the specific narrative the mind is telling about this thing and why it shouldn't have happened or why something went wrong or whatever. It makes it much easier to deal with my mom's death if I believe that it happened exactly when it was supposed to happen. Nothing went wrong with her getting cancer. Well, she'd still be alive if this happened or nothing went wrong with her getting the virus or and dying and all of these different things. And another kind of this is kind of a similar thing kind of ties into it and it's easier to do this if we have this belief everything happens as it's supposed to and nothing goes wrong you know one of the keys to dealing with uncomfortable feelings and getting more comfortable with them is because it, it ties into not having that extra layers of resistance that come from resisting the situation and thinking it shouldn't be happening or whatever or just resisting it because oh, I don't like it feels bad and I don't like feeling bad so I'm going to fight against this and make myself even more miserable is just learning to accept what is in the moment. And again that's so important because a lot of our suffering comes from our judgment of what's happening, our resistance to it, our mind making some sort of assumption that like this thing shouldn't be happening and this thing that shouldn't be happening is making me feel bad. And now I'm again, suffering needlessly over something that shouldn't have happened. Some, like something went wrong. There was a mistake or whatever. But when you accept what is, it's so much easier to deal with the uncomfortable feelings that are arising from what is whatever pain or whatever negative feeling the circumstance is creating for you right now. When you just accept the situation that caused it, accepting you feel bad, it gets easier. You know, one of the keys to making a hard time less hard is accepting that you're going through a hard time. With my mom dying, again, as the example, I accept that, you know, I'm grieving. I feel off and shitty sometimes. I feel all these complicated mix of emotions that's hard to verbalize. It's only been a couple of weeks. I know that, you know, it's not going to just go away. I'm not going to just wake up probably in a few days and be like, oh, I'm better now. It'll probably be a bit of a process. I'll probably go through, you know, periods where I feel good and then I don't feel good. Different realizations, different things will hit at different times. I accept that, you know, this isn't going to be something that I'm probably going to be, uh, you know, totally wash my hands of, and, you know, by the end of the month. And accepting that this, I'm going through a hard time and it might be a bit prolonged and that I don't know exactly what's going to transpire emotionally as time goes on and, and what things are going to affect me or what, how, how I'm going to feel overall or whatever. That makes it a lot easier to deal with my bad feelings because, again, I'm not in a huge state of resistance to them because that's where the real suffering comes in. And this is something you hear a lot. It's very like almost like a cliche, like, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's not the circumstance. It's my response, blah, blah, blah. But that's one of the biggest barriers that growth-oriented people have that really slows us down is we take in all this information that sounds very obvious, very simple, and then we kind of file it away intellectually like, okay, yeah, got it. 
But then on an emotional level, we don't apply the information at all. We really haven't bought into these things on that deeper level. So then we're sh we have all of these struggles and we think it must be this weird, complicated thing that we haven't uncovered yet. And we get all this anxiety about there's all this stuff lurking within our subconscious that what if we never uncover it and then we're screwed and we're going to be stuck and we're going to keep suffering and then it makes us feel even worse. And for a lot of us, yes, yeah, some of us, we have that weird stuff buried and it, it it reveals itself when when it's time for you to deal with it, I think. I don't think it'll remain hidden forever. But anyway, but I would venture for a lot of us, like probably 99.9% .9 of our issues, they're not these deep, weird, complex things. They're things that we already know about, we've already been made aware of, but we just haven't really let that information sink in more deeply. We're not actually applying it in our lives. We're not actually using that information to inform changes in our perspective, our self-image, how we behave, how we relate to other people, how we move through the world and all that stuff, right? So this is one of those things where be careful because a lot of the things to help you deal to get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings and make it easier for you to deal with challenging circumstances in your life that might feel really, really badly. A lot of the most helpful pieces of advice are going to sound basic and cliche and your mind's going to be like, ugh, I know that. Because what happens when we hear those things, right? We kind of roll our eyes. We're like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then we don't do anything with that information. We don't really sit and really think about it and digest these things on a deeper level that we've been being told. And then we continue to suffer. And then we go digging for shit that might not even be there. We say we're stuck and we're confused and we torture ourselves. When all the while, all the answers and all the most helpful pieces of advice, we've already learned them. We know them. They're there somewhere in our mind. But the mind is just like, yeah, that's silly cliche or whatever, right? But I got a little off topic there. But again, a lot of these things are going to be very basic, you know, believing there's a rhyme and reason to things. Again, sounds kind of cliche, but cliches are cliches for a reason, especially when it comes to this sort of information and spirituality and, and personal growth and all of and emotional transformation and healing and all of that is because for most of us, these are our core issues, it's not super complex and complicated. Uh, we're not as unique and special as we tend to think we are in this regard. A lot of us, we all have basically the same core problems. So that's just, you know, the reason I brought this up is because, like I said before, one of the reasons we really struggle is we have all this information available to us and we just have dismissed it or again, filed it away intellectually thinking, oh yeah, I know that. And because we're so used to operating from the mind, we think just knowing something with our mind somehow means that we've absorbed that knowledge somehow. And like we're, it's benefiting us and, and we're acting from that space. And then we don't even realize that we're not even close to doing that. So yeah, accepting what is, is another key to dealing with your uncomfortable feelings. Because like I said, at the root, a lot of the, the, the pain is not really coming from what happened. It's coming from our mind to judgment about what's happening and it's not okay. This thing shouldn't be happening. Uh, I don't accept this situation essentially, right? Our mind, essentially, if a situation makes us feel bad, then it's like, no, this shouldn't be happening. I shouldn't have to deal with things that don't feel good. I'm supposed to be happy all the time. I don't want to deal with any problems. I don't want to deal with any challenges. So I'm going to have this huge amount of resistance to this situation, which then, of course, is going to create a huge amount of resistance to the negative feelings that the situation is creating. But when you accept what is, it's much easier to get comfortable with your pain 
to get comfortable with your fear, your anxiety, or whatever emotion is being stirred up by by the circumstance. And obviously, with what's happening in the world now, especially, you know, a lot of people are feeling a lot of anxiety and fear and uncertainty and anger and a lot of very unpleasant emotions that have been going on for a sustained amount of time. And you don't want to feel that way. I mean, I know what's happening right now is is emotionally, it's, it's hard. And especially if you're someone that's already prone to anxiety or mental health issues, it's probably hard. If you're kind of a one of those people that's very tuned into the suffering of the world and all of that stuff, I'm sure this is very hard to deal with for people like that. Uh, if you're someone that you felt a general sense of anxiety about the state of the world in general, um, it's probably and getting amplified more and maybe you weren't as aware of it before. I know that was something that happened with me. This kind of brought it into sharper kind of relief. I was like, yeah, I actually kind of worried. A lot of my anxiety came from that sort of existential or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word for this circumstance, but so you really have your work cut out for you because I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with all of this, but I don't think it's a problem that's going to go away next week. And if you're having these sorts of feelings and you're dealing with that, it's I would I would imagine, especially as a growth oriented person where you know that there's another way available to you, you know, you don't have to suffer like this. You really want to try to work on getting comfortable with these uncomfortable feelings because they might not go away right away. You're a normal most of us, right? We're not enlightened beings. We're not spiritual masters. We're very affected by what's happening outside of us. We're human. So something like this, I mean, even the most quote unquote advanced people are probably experiencing some degree of anxiety and kind of that emotional like agitation or whatever. And it you don't want it, you know, this is the kind of thing where you really want to work on it because if you don't, I mean, you'll feel bad a lot like possibly for a long time and you don't want that, right? I mean, I know I don't want that. I want to find ways. And another thing too is you want to get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings and you want to kind of learn to detach from them more because it's kind of LOA 101. It's like, like attract like, like attracts like. And when you're feeling more anxious and irritated and in a lower emotional state, you're going to be quote unquote inspired to seek out things outside of you that feed that energy, which is why a lot of people, even though reading the news makes you feel terrible, you can't seem to help yourself. That's why, because energetically you're in a certain energetic kind of emotional state that's very powerful and that gravitational pull of it is very strong and you're going to feel drawn to things that are going to feed that energy that are on that same energetic wavelength. So when you feel the worse you feel, the more you're going to feel inspired quote unquote, to seek out things that feed that shitty energy. And for a lot of us, one of the ways that that shows up is obviously the news, because obviously this is a huge story, what's happening now. And I don't expect them to stop just reporting on it anytime soon and being like, yeah, we're not going to really talk about that anymore. Moving on. I mean, it's like constant coverage of it, every website, news channel, whatever. And there's so many sources of information. There's so many websites. There's so many news stations. There's so many cable shows and cable news channels at 24 hours a day. That's all they talk about is news. I mean, you can get sucked into a very, very deep hole that will feel very, very badly. So another thing, too, when you can kind of get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings, you can kind of break up that momentum of being inspired to do stuff that just feed the negativity, like watching the news, getting sucked into all the media coverage that's extremely manipulative. 
that uh, when you can kind of um, get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings and they don't kind of suck you in as much and they don't overwhelm you as much, you'll be less likely to neglect your self-care because it's kind of the same thing as like getting sucked into the news. When you're in that lower vibe, you're in that lower energy, that lower emotional state, and it's pretty dominant and it's pretty powerful. Again, you feel inspired to keep doing things that keep that energy flowing and going. And for a lot of us, that translates to neglecting our self-care. And because you're going to feel super anxious and the mind's not going to want to break up the anxiety with meditation or journaling or going for a walk or doing your yoga. Stopping that momentum will feel very uncomfortable and you're not going to want to do it. It's going to all these activities will be infused with a, an uncomfortable feeling that's going to feel exacerbated by actually doing things that actually are supposed to make it feel better. And again, there's going to be that resistance to it and you're not going to want to do it. So when you again, when we get more comfortable with our uncomfortable feelings, the all those extra layers of ugh that come from resisting them and, and getting, you know, feeling like you're being swallowed whole by them. When that starts to break up, then you're not as, again, quote, unquote, I could say inspired because technically all action is inspired action because something internally is is driving it. Right. But we don't we think of it as like a positive thing. But anyway, you'll be able to break up that momentum a bit that has you going to things that feed the shitty energy. Like you keep getting sucked into the news and you have to watch the news every day and look at this website and what's new. Is there a vaccine yet? What's happening with this? What's going on with that? How many people died today? Uh, is it the curve going down or blah, blah, blah. And then the other way, again, that usually manifests is that we neglect our self-care. And another thing too, I want to say about all of this is you have to, honor your humanness and you have to honor like that you might not be as on top of your game energetically and on with your routines and everything and you just want to be on the lookout for honoring that and not beating yourself up and not like forcing yourself to do things that ultimately aren't going to help versus you know it might not, something might not feel comfortable, but ultimately, you know, doing it will be a good thing for you. This, me making this podcast is a perfect example. Like the last couple of weeks, I felt kind of that kind of like that depression-y feeling where like you don't want to do anything. Like I wake up and I'm like, ugh, I don't even want to like start the day. I don't even feel like getting out of bed. It's not some like deep depression, like I can't function. It's just that general, I'm sure you know what that kind of that feeling is. It is like a somewhat of a depressed type feeling. And I've been a little, quote unquote, off my game with my routine, my normal things I do to manage my energy and my well-being. And when I say that, I mean in the general ways, not like trying to manifest specific things. I don't really do that anymore because I didn't find it helpful. But anyway, it's off topic. So I honored that and I didn't force myself to do certain things because I knew that by forcing myself to do it, it just wasn't going to have the uh, outcome that I wanted. I knew it wasn't going to make me feel better. So I let myself. So maybe I skip my yoga a little more often than I normally would have. I might only I usually do it like at least five days a week. I might have had a couple of times where like I maybe skipped an extra day that I wouldn't normally skip. I skipped my walking a couple of days, which is very rare for me. Another thing too, in this couple of weeks, I was actually physically sick as well. So that also contributed to kind of the the pullback in routine because I physically wasn't feeling well. And it's been a very, very long time since I was sick in, in that way. So I had to honor my body, the fatigue, and not that I wasn't able to be as physically active. But anyway, so 
I knew that it was okay to do that. Now, with the way the mind works, the mind will want to, and so with this podcast, for example, about kind of got off topic, but that's the point of this is I totally didn't feel like recording this in the same way that I normally would be like inspired to do my podcast. But I was thinking about this topic in my head. I was like going over, like I was like imagining if I was like recording it, like what I would say, even though I still felt like I'd rather just sit and watch TV and lay around and do nothing and just be sad. I knew that recording it would help because I know helping other people is one of the best ways to feel better and not get lost uh, too deeply in our own shit, right? So now, again, like kind of what I started to say before, so the mind will want to know, well, how do I make that determination? How did I know that even though it didn't feel totally comfortable to record this, how did I know that was the better idea than honoring what my mind ultimately wanted to do, which was go down and, and put on Netflix and sit in front of the TV for hours? There's no logical breakdown of it. It's just a feeling. I just knew. And a lot of people know you can't really explain and break down feelings. Because it's just a feeling. Like uh, if you make a decision from a, lab, a logical, rational space based on data and facts, you can point to all these reasons why you made a certain choice. I bought this model car because of this, this, and this. I decided to make this investment because of this thing and this data and this statistic or this performance over, right? You can point to all of this stuff, but living from feeling is very different because you can't break down why, how, how I knew my feeling that it was better to record the podcast, even though it didn't feel totally comfortable versus honoring my lack of wanting to do things and honoring that and knowing that that was part of the healing and not forcing myself and having yourself that, that veg out time or to just be. It's just a feeling that I can't break down. So as long as you can always be tuned into what's happening, you'll know when it's good to indulge kind of the anxiety and, and the bad feelings in the sense of not forcing yourself to like do all your personal growth work when it feels a lot of tension to and it just feels like it's making you feel worse versus I still don't feel 100% yet. I still ultimately would rather do nothing. I'd rather not exercise. I'd rather not meditate. I'd rather not um, create content for my website. I'd rather not do this or do that. But uh, I ultimately, I know if I do that, ultimately I'll feel better, even if it doesn't feel comfortable while I'm doing it. You'll always know, again, as long as you can honestly assess what's happening inside. And when you feel, and the important, obviously the most important part of this whole process is when you do feel that you would know you would benefit from taking these actions, even if you don't quite feel 100% gung-ho about them, even if they don't feel like that inspired, that warm, fuzzy, inspired feeling we envision when we think of inspired action that feels so amazing. We can't help ourselves but take the action. Sometimes it's like that, but a lot of times, a lot of you probably know it's not quite that clean. There's some resistance and tension from the mind, and even though ultimately you know it's something to do. So when you do get that feeling, then you got to follow through and you have to do this shit. And you might not, and sometimes you might still, your mind will still went out and you'll be like, okay, I know I should have done that and I didn't. Fine, don't beat yourself up, but you just don't want to turn that into an ongoing thing where for months you've been feeling like you should do something and then you haven't done it, right? You don't want this like a long amount of time to pass where you keep fighting the resistance. And this kind of goes back to what I said earlier in the podcast. That's why getting comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings is so helpful from like a manifesting, like changing your life perspective, because so many of the things you're going to feel pulled to do, they're not going to feel comfortable, 
And if you let that discomfort, if you let your mind use that as a valid reason for not doing something, because your mind thinks that's a perfectly good reason not to do stuff. Well, it feels uncomfortable. That's going to be hard. If I do that thing, I'm going to have to like do uncomfortable stuff. I'm going to have to have uncomfortable conversations. I'm going to have to like deal with uncomfortable feelings. Uh, And yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. And again, your mind thinks that's a perfectly good reason not to do stuff. And for a lot of people, this is a thing that really gets in the way of manifesting different circumstances because a lot of um, a lot of times action on our part is going to play a very helpful role because the action helps channel out very beneficial energies out into the universe by taking these inspired actions. It creates really good energies that are beneficial. But because uh, we're uncomfortable with the action for some reason, then we don't do it. And then a lot of us will wonder, well, why is nothing changing in my life? Why is nothing happening? And then if you were to look back, you probably had inspiration to do all sorts of things that probably would have played a a helpful role somehow, but then you didn't do them because they were uncomfortable. Getting comfortable with uncomfortable feelings, again, manifesting wise, especially it's very important because... As much as we don't want to hear this, our only problem with changing our circumstances is our resistance. I know we get sick. Anyone that gets into this work in particular, you get sick of that word real fast. And the reason you get so sick of it is because you know that's the biggest problem, but you don't want to deal with your bad feelings. So we don't want to hear that that's the key to changing our energy because we don't want to be bothered with that. We're like, no, give me a tool. Give me a technique. Let me just try to find a way to manipulate the outside. I'll get what I want. I'll feel better. And then I won't have to deal with my feelings. That's why we have so much resistance to that idea because we don't want that to be the key because we're like, oh, the key is having to deal with my bad feelings and cry and get angry and and go inside to all that emotional shit oh god no thank you so right that's why we feel so much resistance to the idea of resistance being our biggest problem and if you get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings and you don't have that resistance to them you don't have that resistance to feeling bad and not wanting to deal with this stuff then you deal with your shit in a real way you purge that energy And all the perspectives that you're trying so hard to adopt that would make your life better when you don't have that emotional ick weighing you down and creating all of that vibrational energetic static and getting in the way. It's much easier to move into that space. There's a lightness. There's a cleanliness. There's a clean. Your energy is like cleaner and lighter and like less dense or however you want to think of it. And all of these perspectives you're trying to adopt on that deeper level, there's actually room for them now in your energy because all of that weak fledgling you know, half-assed energy that we try to cultivate that is hard because we have all this stuff weighing us down still. All of that stuff is gone now and that stuff could actually take root in your vibe in a real way. And then when it starts to take root more in a real way and you actually start feeling these things more to be true, your reality reflects these perspectives back to you and it gets even easier to believe those things because you now have proof in your own life. But all of that starts with dealing with the shit. So that's another reason too, right? Like getting more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings. If you're thinking of all of this from a manifesting, how do I get my stuff perspective? You see the benefit of it. You see the various ways that it's very helpful and very, very necessary Because I hate to break it to you. If you don't learn to deal with your bad feelings, if you keep pushing them down, if you keep just trying to fix the outside to make the inside feel better and all of that stuff, you might get somewhere. You know, you might make some progress. You might make enough shifts in your energy to some degree where like you can manifest different circumstances. Having a perfect vibe is no by no means required to get good things. But if you have a lot of shit there, 
those surface level changes probably aren't going to be enough for any real change in your life. And again, I know we don't want to hear this because we don't want to deal with our bad feelings. So the idea that that's the key to getting everything we want is doing the one thing that we don't want to do more than anything. That's a hard pill to swallow. But the sooner that you can accept that reality, the sooner that you'll be willing to do it because you know kind of you don't have a choice anymore, basically, right? So yeah, that's it, guys. Getting That's my insight on getting more comfortable with uncomfortable feelings. Try to adopt a perspective that whatever's happening right now is exactly what's supposed to be happening, regardless of your mind's judgment of it. Just because it feels bad doesn't mean something has gone wrong or it's not supposed to be happening. Because like I said before, a lot of our struggle with these bad feelings is that we're thinking that they shouldn't, that whatever caused them shouldn't have happened and something went wrong and now you're sitting here suffering terribly and that's going to make you feel angry and even more resistant to the feelings. Accept what is. Whatever's happening right now, just accept this is what's happening right now. I'm struggling financially. My boyfriend broke up with me. I'm out of work, whatever it is, right? Because accepting what is, it doesn't mean like resigning yourself to the situation like forever. It just means you're accepting that whatever your reality is in the moment, that's what happened. That's what's happening. This thing happened. I can't make it unhappen. This person died. My relationship ended. I'm having this financial problem. Um, physically, I'm having a physical health issue, a flare-up of a, an illness, whatever it is, right? Just accepting what is in the moment. So accepting what is, is the key to creating the energy of what could be, whether it's a specific manifestation, an energy of emotional healing, and then getting over the situation, whatever it is, right? That's the key to changing circumstances. That's the key to making the inner transformations, that are feeling the ways you would prefer to feel, having the circumstances you would prefer to be experiencing is accepting what is right now. Because again, you'll get more comfortable with your uncomfortable feelings because a big part of our resistance to them and our suffering is that we don't accept what is and we cannot accept that we do not feel good. Feeling bad is unacceptable to the mind. Anything that happens that makes us feel bad, that should not be happening. I don't like how I feel this situation made me feel this way, so I do not accept what is. I do not accept the feelings it creates, and I'm going to sit here and fight against it and torture myself and make myself feel a thousand times worse. We don't want to do that, right? And then, like I just said before, uh, you know, it's really important. Honor honor your humanness, honor the struggle, and like don't force yourself to like try to change just for the sake of trying to feel better as quickly as possible. But recognize when you're honoring all of that and you're taking a break, you're pulling back, you're not forcing things, you're not trying to force emotional change, you're not trying to force routines that you know are just not going to help right now versus I know ultimately if I did these things, I would feel better even though they don't feel 100% comfortable. And like I said before, there's no way to break down what camp you fall into for any given circumstance or action from a logical perspective, because it's all based on intuitive feeling. We can't break down, analyze feelings, why we feel a certain way. A feeling is just a feeling. It just is, right? So as long as you're being honest and you're tuned into that, you'll know when you can honor, keep pulling back, you know, break your routine for a bit, whatever the circumstances, right? Pull back from your business, whatever's happening versus ultimately, I still feel very much like I don't want to do shit right now, but 
I know if I did this thing, it would feel better. I know I'd feel better if I started exercising again. I, I know I'd feel better if I got back into meditation. It still feels uncomfortable. I'm not like 1000% like, oh my God, I can't, I need to do these things. It'll feel so good. But again, on that feeling level, ultimately, you know, it's going to help you. And like I said before too, the key, the, the most important part of that whole process and analysis of what's happening is when you feel like you're going to benefit, then you got to do the stuff because if you don't do it, energetically, that's going to create a whole lot of problems because you're going to feel a, a tension from feeling badly and knowing there's things you could do that would make you feel better, but your mind's still not wanting you to do them. And then again, you're going to feel even worse because there's going to be that tension of like the resistance to the action that you know would ultimately make you feel better. Some of these actions might play very important roles in manifesting in imp different circumstances, improving your circumstances, helping you solve a problem right now. And then again, if your mind's going to be like, no, it's uncomfortable, so let's not do it. And that's a good reason not to do it. You could slow shit down, not because you're not taking actions, but because by not taking the actions, you're not allowing certain energetic transformations. You're not allowing certain energies to flow, kind of flow out of you into the universe and like uh, gain some foothold in your vibe that would ultimately benefit whatever change you're looking to make, right? So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.